0: Welcome to Geeks... Blah, 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 blah. Welcome to the Geeksplornot Off-Topic Debrief. That's the one. I'm Ben Robinson.
1: And I'm John Williams. And here we are on our uh, odd week, our off week, um, both of which we're experiencing right now, um, our show where we talk about things more casually. We don't have a topic. We just have lots of little things to chat about. At least that's how it's been so far. What'll happen one day if we just come in and we're like, eh, like I... I don't really have anything to talk about. I mean, I, I had chili dogs for dinner last night. You want to talk about that? I didn't have chili dogs for dinner. That's but. that's a disappointment, John. Yeah, you know, I, I had Philly cheesesteaks, so... Oh, okay, yeah. No, that's that's solid still. Let's talk about that instead of uh, any topics we have. I mean, that's what it's, the people are really
0: interested in.
1: Yeah. Your Philly hey, cheesesteaks. I, I had Mexican today. I, I had a long, hard day at work on a friggin' Sunday, and... I decided to treat myself to a big fatso Mexican dinner. Nice. I had carnitas tacos last night. Mm. Nice. Love them. I realized over the last like a uh, week or two, I eat Mexican or Mexican style food way more than anything else. Like I yeah. actually had to to tell Angelina, like we need to slow down. Like I can't have tacos tonight. I can't have taco salad tonight. I can't like I, I am burnt out on on the taco flavor. Mm, muy delicioso. A couple days later, I was I was uh, over that.
0: Yeah, no. I, I that's one of the things I missed when I was living in like Florida because they don't have good Mexican food in Florida.
1: Yeah, that's what I hear about Idaho too from my folks, but uh you know, in fact, I wanted to try some bad Mexican and bad Chinese. Um so how you doing, Ben? Oh, you know, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well.
0: It's fucking gross here. It's so yeah. gross. That uh I got that that Big Caldor fires not far for me. it's far enough for me that I'm safe and that's nice because that's not the case for lots of people right now. yeah, but uh man it's just it's been hot and smoky and gross like the the air quality index at my house most mornings this last week was in like the 800s.
1: See I don't even know what the number means. I always just look for the word. I've seen unhealthy or like unhealthy for people with breathing problems. But lately I've been looking at places and it says hazardous. I'm like, oh, yes. oh, you shouldn't be breathing that. I think it was
0: extremely unhealthy is, is what they called it. Like, was, I mean, there's some places up the uh, first time I'd ever seen anywhere around here above a thousand. Because like, I think like 125 is unhealthy for some people. Wow. So like 800 is, it's fucking gross. It's like, it's like you're standing in front of a campfire and it's blowing directly in your face. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like everywhere. six unhealthies. Yeah, so you can't get away from it. You're like you come home and your clothes smell like fire. It's uh, yeah. I
1: was smelling it in the garage the other day, and I was bummed because I was I did some laundry and I like to hang my clothes to dry. Yeah. Like, ah, shit.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. We got a clothesline. We're not using it. It's fucking stinky out there.
1: Yeah, and ever since I worked for a uh, for a fire, water, and smoke damage restoration and cleaning company years and years ago, I cannot stand the smell of like campfire really? on me. This yeah, reminds like you of hard need- work and you hate it, huh? Oh, no, it, it reminds <laughs> me of stinky work. Same thing with uh with it took me years to get get over the smell of popcorn after working at the movie theaters. Just coming home and taking a shower and it just like reeks of sweat and popcorn. Ugh. Weird. Um so, you want to you want to get into it? Let's talk about things. Yeah, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to start with? You want to just jump right into old Webhead himself? I think that was yeah. that's the 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 big thing happening right now. Like we we all uh in the geekosphere, you geek knots. there we go. Let's use those terms we created. Well, I'm sure most people know that Cinemacon happened and a lot of movie news came out. We're not gonna do a deep dive on it. It's not entirely worth it, and I certainly don't have the time to do all that research. Uh, but there were some things that came out as a result of that that we should chat about. Um, one being the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer from old Disney Marvel Studios. Or No Way Home. Yes. Did I say Far From Home? Yeah, t- too many homes going on here. My, yes. Yeah, no shit. It it became the thing. It is No Far Homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks to... It looked pretty cool. I mean, it looked like another
0: Spider-Man movie, so that that's fun. Um, I was kind of hoping that they would get to, and maybe they will by the end of the movie, get to a more mature Spider-Man instead of you know the dorky, you know, awkward teenage Spider-Man. Yeah. That they've that they've done for many movies now, and uh, it does not appear that that is the direction they're going, from what I can tell.
1: Yeah, next thing you know, Tom Holland's going to be, like, 36, and they're going to have Peter Parker, like, be old enough to drink alcohol, finally.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, he won't look 36, so I guess no. we, he's got that going for him.
1: But, it, I mean, it looked cool.
0: Uh, it, you know, it's got a lot more Doctor Strange in it than I thought it was going to have.
1: Like, Yeah, that trailer was sure full of Doctor Strange. So, I mean... Uh, I feel like I, because I've I've got I've got some things to say. I'm an opinionated geek, and I've got a platform, so of course I've got things to say. But maybe I should start with the positive. Um, I think it's cool that they are embracing the whole identity thing. Like I think some people were worried that they would just get right out of it, but like you know he's going to school, and people are like picketing him, and you know like they're asking deep questions you know like mj is asking him on the roof you know like if he feels relieved about it at all you know not having to lie to people like that that's that's a depth that i wasn't expecting them to uh to get to yeah so that's okay and that's a cool one i i i still find it kind of odd that he's got
0: people picketing him i mean like even even if they believed yeah he killed this mysterio guy and was doing some attacks or something in london like uh it seems like that would be really easy to disprove like it wouldn't take much for him to get out of that basically it's a single doctored video and uh j jonah jameson yelling about it and he's got you know i assume that there is some like access logs on whatever whatever the big satellite thing whatever it was called yeah barf i think something like that i
1: I think it was barf um
0: but whatever that little thing like they go to the access logs and like oh look he gave it to the mysterio dude and he ordered it to do all this shit like i mean it does not seem like it would be tough to get around this, and he's got a lot of friends in appropriate places. That uh, that being the main conflict seems a bit odd, but uh, yeah, okay, he's got whatever. Avengers
1: that could vouch for him.
0: He literally saved the world,
1: the universe. Yeah,
0: like he's one of those guys that did that. So uh, how soon they forget, I guess. Uh, I, don't know. I mean,
1: there's there's some there's some real kooks out there right now that'll the uh, that'll do and say whatever people want them to. So. That didn't sound like I was choosing a side, did it? Because I, because I mean that for both sides. Yeah, <laughs> I was not. So whatever whatever side you think I'm going after, and you wanna you wanna cheer me on, that is that side. I'm on your side. <laughs> oh, you're all nuts. Um, on the other hand, things like yeah, you mentioned there's a lot of Doctor Strange. Like my my overall opinion coming out of this this trailer is was just that like. I was really hoping to see a Spider-Man movie about Spider-Man and you know, the, the Iron Man and Tony Stark of the first two was a bummer for me. And, and then in this one, the doctor strange, like just based on how much is in the trailer, like maybe that's his only scene in the movie or several scenes in the movie. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's just like give Spider-Man his own fucking movie, please. Like let him be a web slinger and, and, flip around the city and, and not have to go looking to some goateed uh, megalomaniac for <laughs> advice.
0: Uh, he's got uh, Uncle Ben issues.
1: Yeah. And let me just, just put out a statement right now for all those people out there that are dissecting the trailer and saying, that's not Doctor Strange. That's got to be Mephisto. Shut up. This is one trailer. They have done nothing to say that that's the case. You're doing what you did with WandaVision, where we all hoped Mephisto would show up, and we were all so riled up, and then when he didn't, we were all pissed off. Like, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. They're talking about how he's wearing a darker costume when he's on that train. It's like, no, he's not. He's just not wearing his bright red cloak. It's the same clothes as underneath. You know, they're saying his hair's slicked back. It's like, no, he's not. He's going like 100 miles an hour on a fucking train. It pushes your hair back.
0: Yeah. I mean, that stuff I think is, is grasping at straws. The one thing that struck me as kind of odd... Is uh, that he would be so willing to wipe the entire world's memory for why? For Spider-Man, he saved the universe. Yeah, but Spider, like for like, Spider-Man being inconvenienced a little bit. I mean, it's, this is not saving Spider-Man's life, for fuck's sake. This is not the stakes aren't that high here uh, f- for Peter Parker, but they are incredibly high. It, you know, it doesn't seem to meet the bar of violating every human being's
1: memory. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's... Uh, it just seems yeah. very casual. It, 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 is, and it is a it moral quandary. About it, which may which, which is one of the things
0: that, that made me feel like, well, you know, I mean, if it was Mephisto, he would totally be like, yeah, whatever. I'll fucking, sure. We'll fuck shit up. Yeah, but uh, I don't see how that fits into the rest of the story at that point. Like it shows him flying around and like buildings folding in on each other. And it's like, that's some Doctor Strange shit. That's not...
1: Yeah, fist, this is though. this is multiverse inception shit. And uh, you know, I I from from all reports, it's that nightmare is going to be the villain in um in Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness. And the way they're setting up Kang to be the big baddie for phase four and beyond, I just don't see them introducing Marvel's version of the devil. I don't I don't think Disney is is going there. Yeah, I, um, I could see that. On a, on a bigger picture level. But, you know, let's save this for a posterity. If I'm wrong, I'll admit it. Uh, but if I'm right, I'm... You'll going. also admit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you admit it.
0: I think the biggest concern I had coming out of this is that Spider-Man might have phase fouritis, which is, uh, it's again, seems to be... Like it, it seems to me that there's the potential that, that this movie is again going to be a setup vehicle for whatever you know the multiverse of madness. Thing. I mean, what the same thing everything else has been setting up for. Like they've been just setting things up and setting them up and setting them up. And I'm not really sure what they're setting them all
1: up to. Well, the 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 word is uh, that they're setting up for secret wars.
0: Yeah. Um, well,
1: apparently, recently, even Jim Shooter, the the original writer of Secret Wars, was talking about how that's where MCU is going because they they like offered him a check to write the uh, the yeah, adaptation the novel of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which which is cool. I think that's a great place to go.
1: One hundred percent.
0: I'm just like like if you look at the Phase Four, four plan, like I mean, they're certainly not going to get to Secret Wars until Phase Five. Then, so all of Phase Four. Is gonna be some kind of loosely connected setup. I'm not sure that's really interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, they'll they'll really have to work on it because so far it hasn't been that great. Like, Wandavision was good. Falcon and Winter Soldier, eh? You know, I mean, that seems like it's set up. Uh, it's setting up Thunderbolts. I watched the first three episodes
0: with Odin because he was like, "I want to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier." I was like, "All right, let's do it." Uh, yeah, oh, cool.
1: I was not impressed.
0: Yeah, uh, the C- the CGI like right off the bat was like, wow, this is not good. Oh yeah, yeah, this is this is it, it, it's not. I mean, it's not Marvel level. I mean, it's it would be yeah. good for like most TV shows. It'd be great for most TV shows, but
1: yeah, it's probably better than like the CW superhero shows. Yeah,
0: but it was noticeably worse than you know the movies, which makes sense. They're not gonna I, they didn't want to spend that know, kind of money. They're pouring
1: shit tons of money into these series. Is, is yeah,
0: but it, everything it just seemed very uh it was like it was written by a, like plotted out by a 15 year old <laughs> you know be like all right then this thing happens and then this this and it, like there's not a lot of sense to much of it you know like at the be, when i first thought like the, the opening sequence where he's like he flies into that plane and he's like starts punching people like the terrorist guys that are hijacking the plane and trying to kidnap that that soldier and uh like he's like trying not to kill them. And it's like okay, that's a cool hero thing to do. But then he just starts like blowing helicopters up and tossing people out of planes. And she's like, "Well, why don't you just kill these guys from the start, dude? If killing was on <laughs> the agenda, just walk in there, blow a hole in all of their faces, and fucking save the plane. Done." <laughs> uh, and then uh, like the when they go to the the dude that made the super remade the super serum, and he's in it. They're like in his lab, and like the the goons for the guy that hired him, and who's mad that someone stole it end up blowing it up? Why would they do that? Why why would they blow his lab up? Like that's that's the guy that they that's creating the thing he really really wants. Don't blow his lab up. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, and then Zemo just pulls up in a cool car. Like, what the fuck, guys? Come on. I don't know. It just it didn't uh it's not your it, cup of tea. No, and and I didn't the the stuff that was supposed to be fun wasn't that fun for me, so eh I'll yeah. still finish it but uh uh, I I don't feel like I was missing out on anything waiting this long.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm just looking forward to the the inevitable Fantastic Four and X Men franchises coming out because I mean both of those played parts in Secret Wars so I'm so th- those are the building blocks that I'm looking forward to and then Doom was you know integral to to uh, to Secret yeah. Wars so it's just it let's seems, see it it
0: seems like we've got you know. 2 years of half-assed foreplay that yeah. that we've got to to you know smile through until we get to the the good stuff.
1: Uh hopefully we don't have to sit through another season of Loki. Um so uh, we will. real quick uh, <laughs> well care. not not I mean I'm hope oh uh, yeah no, it will we, definitely be yeah, out before Fantastic 4. So uh, but while we're while we're shitting on things <laughs> <laughs> I actually I was thinking about the Spider-Man trailer and I had a, a revelation that kind of bummed me out, but it makes sense. I don't like these new Spider-Man movies. Oh no. Cause, cause I watched the trailer and the, the I came out of it just not excited at all. Like we got, we got a pumpkin bomb and like the, <laughs>
2: of,
1: of Willem Dafoe. We got Doc Ock on screen played by Alfred Molina saying, hello, Peter. This should be the most exciting fucking thing ever, but it just wasn't. I wasn't excited. I didn't get tingles, I didn't get chills, I didn't get a smile on my face. I think that Doctor Strange thing really bummed me out and then it it made me think about the other ones and I was like to be honest, like I would rather go watch the Toby Maguire movies than than these uh these new ones and maybe even the Andrew Garfield ones. Oh, I don't know about that. I you know that Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I
0: definitely like the the current Spider-Man better than the Andrew Garfield ones. But, I mean, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies were fucking great. Yeah. And uh, I think they know they were good. And, and, like, this movie is banking on people's love for those movies by bringing some of those villains back. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, possibly Tobey Maguire as an alternate Spider-Man. I don't know if I see that happening necessarily but uh, it would
1: well it's it'd an, be neat it's another one of those things where like fans have built it up so much that if it doesn't happen they're gonna have a fucking diarrhea shit fit in their diapers yeah it's, well but uh, that's
0: yeah, that's the fan's fault that's your that's yeah. that's, that's, that's yeah.
1: your own fault
0: if you got yourself that stoked and you're pissed that it's not there it's like well you did that
1: yeah yeah and they did it with mephisto and wandavision like and they're they're doing it again potentially
0: well, it sucks when your fan theory is better than what they actually come up with. That is a bit of a bummer.
1: <laughs> well, and it also sucks that whatever your fan theory is, you think is better, whatever than whatever they came up with. Yeah, right, like you're you're always just going to think that your fan theory was better. Um, well, hopefully. So, not. how about how about something a little more positive in the uh, in the MCU? Sure, why not? I like positive. Great. Um, so, as fans of this show know. We actually love Thor: The Dark World quite a bit. Like we, we don't understand why people are saying it's the worst of all the MCU movies.
0: Because they don't like Thor, is my guess. Yeah, because that that is a, <laughs> it's a good Thor story.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I just happened to see an article that was trending that, uh, or sorry, an article that was saying Thor Two is actually, or Thor: The Dark World is trending on uh, on the old information superhighway due to conversation about like or arguments, discussion, debate. About Thor two being good, and it it warmed my heart. And at the same time, you know, like, well, I didn't even have that like high school angsty attitude of like, well, yeah, I told you guys. Like, I I was I was saying that before it was cool to say that. I hope this isn't the next like Empire Strikes Back where everyone just decides it's the best. Except, uh, I think this movie is actually really good, so I'm glad people are saying that. I don't think that about Empire, but that's a different discussion.
0: (laughs) We've had that discussion.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have. <laughs> I actually
0: went back. I think it was yesterday. I was just going through like old, um, I was going through pitch meeting videos on the mm-hmm. s- screen rant. And uh, I saw the one for um, Thor Ragnarok. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen that one. Interesting. And so I watched it. And, uh, and, and it, it summed up very well how I felt about Ragnarok when it came out. That it was. I love uh, that
1: show, and they do that for me too. Yeah. I love it.
0: Because it, it was basically just turning Thor into, and turning everyone, everything into a joke. And, and that's the Thor that stuck thereafter. And they got rid of, you know, a, a serious and complicated Thor character and replaced him with uh, what would become Fat Thor. And, and that, was a, that, was, that bummed me out at the time. That said, I, I've seen Ragnarok a bunch of times, and it is a fun movie. Uh, yeah, it's entertaining. Taken out of the context of what I was expecting from Thor. And, and I guess in that context, the, the, the movie that doesn't fit the MCU is probably the Dark World. Because yeah. it, it's, you know, the first, you could go from the first one to Ragnarok and beyond, and that arc kind of makes sense. Yeah
1: and 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 the the theme and attitude makes sense. You know, they they've got some jokes in the first one.
0: Yeah, cuz he's kind of naive and dumb and not really sure what's, you know, doesn't understand earth stuff.
1: Yeah. So it
0: I could see people that like they like the MCU, they like the, you know, what it you know, that's what it is, you know, that's what their enjoyment is is the MCU and that's what they grew up with since it's so fucking old now. <laughs> You know, and that one doesn't really fit, so they don't like it, and and that's fine. They can do that, but uh, they're wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was like pre-Guardians MCU, and then post-Guardians MCU. And I mean, if if all the all this chat about Taika Waititi taking on Flash Gordon is true, then that is perfect because Thor Ragnarok would be an amazing Flash Gordon movie. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think he's he would be perfect for a Flash Gordon flick.
0: That would be amazing.
1: But all that said I'm I'm really glad people are are sticking up for Thor the Dark World because I I think it it got a bum rap and you know sure they like I uh, I should have copied one person's uh comment on it cuz it was true but but just Implying that, you know, like it, it kind of falls apart towards the end, but, but it started off so strong and, and that it's got such great characterization for all of the continuing characters and that. Like it's, it's a really good movie. The end gets a little, you know, cheeseball villain, like laser in the sky level, you know,
0: nearly every
1: MCU movie.
0: So that's a tough thing to fault it for because that happens a lot. Yeah. On MCU phase four stuff, there was a new Eternals trailer that dropped. Did you see the new one? uh yes i did it actually got me a little bit more excited about it like the first one I, you know left me with a bunch of questions and i think they heard the internet ask all these same questions like with the wealth they're not supposed to interfere how they've been interfering and why didn't they help with thanos like they literally in the trailer someone asks so why didn't you guys help out with thanos yeah so like they're they're trying to address the questions people have and uh I don't. It looks like it could be a cool movie. Uh, I still know nothing about the characters, but I don't need to know the characters to enjoy the movie. So I'm hoping it's good.
1: Yeah, I think that was a, that was a big thing that from the first trailer that came out it was just like a collective like, huh? Yeah. And then they're like, well, don't worry about the huh so much. Look at these characters doing cool things and. There are a lot of characters doing cool things. You got you got the main uh, the main character, or at least the main character from the comic books, Icarus using all sorts of eye lasers. Yeah. It's like okay, I, I saw like a meme saying like uh, like hey, since DC's not using Superman, like you know. <laughs> why not? All right, yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 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 looking forward to this. I I need something fresh. Like this and everything they're saying about, uh, Chloe Zhao, I believe is, is her name. The director Yes, is, is just that she is, she is just like breaking new ground. And I mean, of course they're going to say all sorts of nice things, but like, it seems like the terms they're using, like the platitudes that they're, that they're going to are, are just, they, they seem next level. Like they seem genuinely pleased. Not just like, Oh, a fun movie for the entire family. You know, like it's like, no, like she is. Doing something like new and great, which is
0: cool. Like if it breaks the the formula, I'm I'm totally down.
1: Oh boy, somebody please break the Marvel formula. Ugh. Yeah, like
0: uh, I mean, what Shang Chi comes out next week, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like it's going to break the formula at all. It's, it's, it seems like it's going to be very formulaic. I'm hoping it's good still, but uh, it's not going to be revolutionary. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah so I guess the last comment I had to make on phase four was I'm like, I think one of the other reasons I think it's all going to be set up because if you look at the lineup, uh, there's not a, there's no strong ending on it. Like whatever kind of world threatening threat they may be building up to all of the movies that kind of come out at the end of phase four don't really fit into that. Like you've got, yeah, you've got like Moon Knight, She-Hulk and Blade, all of which it's like, those guys would all very much benefit from having their own movie and their own story without a big tie in to a global level threat
1: well and you know from what i hear about she hulk at least and then i mean moon knight himself i you know i i i wouldn't be shocked if those were actually like not one off but just sort of like their own self contained stories probably similar to like the netflix uh Marvel Marvel uh, shows that came out a few years back with Daredevil and Iron Fist and Luke Cage yeah, and well, uh, they should be. Uh, shit! Why can't I remember her name? Jessica Jones. Jones. Thank you. I had Jessica in my head, but I couldn't remember her name. Wow. Yeah, those were all really good. They tied them together in Defenders, which didn't do or didn't do much for me, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I could I see them not being building blocks the way that Loki is or WandaVision, you know, like giant universe things. But it's like, hey, here are some interesting characters. And then later on during Secret Wars, they're going to show up. Because, um, I mean, the the first Marvel giant culmination, big baddie, it took three phases to do. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a big world ending thing at the end of phase four. Yeah, well, I... But I guess there should be some sort of big villain like like the event like we had the Avengers at the end of phase 1.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Usually it culminates in some sort of something that ties that uh, that ties things together
1: and escalates. Yeah, not necessarily just Thanos, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder. Um,
0: and I don't I I'm just not sure I see where that is here yet. And and I mean if that's going to be Kang like uh, looking at the lineup of movies and kind of where it's ending like like are they going to wrap up that Kang story and Blade or Guardians of the Galaxy Three? Like I don't know. It uh, doesn't sound like they would.
2: Yeah, so either probably not. E- so
0: either it's gonna end up unresolved or maybe be resolved quickly? Or yeah, I don't know. There's I there's just a lot of like a Hawkeye movie? I don't give a shit about a Hawkeye movie. Not at all. Not yeah. Not that big of a I've never been a big Hawkeye fan. I mean I read some West Coast Avengers when I was a kid, but that was about it. Um so yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> Me either. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't really have any, <laughs> any way to get that up. I also don't. I mean, Kang's supposed to be in in uh in the Ant Man movie too. So, like that, like that was the first we'd heard of Kang showing up was the fact that he was going to be the villain yeah. in the Ant Man movie.
0: Which I just I, I'm surprised that Ant Man gets as much play has has gotten as much action in in the MCU as he has.
1: Um, yeah, Paul Rudd, man. Yeah. It is the power of Paul Rudd.
0: Yeah, because Ant-Man as a character was not that big before. No pun intended.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of, of big and Marvel, uh, I've, I read an article that was saying, uh, it was, I think it was on, no, I don't remember where it was. It might have just been a Facebook uh, link in one of the groups. But apparently Hasbro is crowdfunding a big fancy Galactus figure. And, you know, we, we spoke about big companies crowdfunding back when we were talking about uh, Boom Studios crowdfunding that Keanu Reeves uh, Berserker comic. Yeah. And, and how a lot of people were, were having shit fits about it. Um, I'm curious how you feel about a company like Hasbro, like one of the big two in action figures, using crowdfunding to get an action figure made. Because for me... I don't think I really care for that much, but I'm not sure. they have every right to do
0: so if that's what they want mm-hmm. to do. I mean whatever. I think it's an inappropriate use of the platform though you know, with the same thing with Boom Studios, like they're not that big, but they were big enough to be able to fund a comic book like they didn't yeah they didn't need people to. Give them money to fund it, like, like Hasbro's goal on this thing is to raise fourteen thousand dollars. Like, fuck you, Hasbro! You couldn't come up with fourteen thousand dollars. Oh, is that
1: all it is? Eat
0: shit! Wow, which, which is, I I think it's just an arbitrary number because there is, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's what it costs them to develop it and get the dyes created and all that. Yeah,
1: like tooling.
0: Yeah, but uh, they they don't they don't need to. Hasbro's got enough money. Yeah. Like, they don't need See, to do this, and all they're doing is, is, I mean, I don't know. I guess there's two ways to look at it. They're kind of crowding out the crowdfunding market. We, you know, but most people that buy this thing on there are going, to were other people that would have pre-ordered it anyway, so they're probably not really taking away customers, and maybe they're bringing some other people to Kickstarter that hadn't been there before. I don't know. Okay. Possibly there's some upsides there, but... uh I think it just it makes them look like dicks.
1: Yeah, that that was sort of my my question for the other side of it. Like, is it okay because this essentially is just acting as a pre-sale, and they're ju- they're just saying, okay, well, we we have our orders now through Kickstarter, but then but then what it what it what it makes me ask is you know like is that also going to fund like any sort of full run of figures and like if this goes retail afterwards, you know, like is, is this Kickstarter exclusive or if it goes to retail, is it going to be the same cost or like, like, I I don't know. It, it raises too many questions for me, you know, like, I don't know. It just, it feels icky.
0: Well, and they have that, they already have that, what the Hasbro, uh, Hasbro pulse where they is usually where they put stuff like this, where they, that's where they sold that, that fucking Optimus prime robot that, has a remote control and transforms from truck into Optimus Prime, and you can, like, program its arms to move around and for it to walk and for it to drive and say shit. Oh,
1: I need that. Oh, it looks so fucking cool. It's like 700 bucks, so I'm not going to get it. Never mind. Hey, there's supposed to be another stimulus coming through. (laughs) Let's stimulate the economy and get some Optimus Prime.
0: But that's where they put stuff like that, where they got small runs of something really cool and unique and fans buy it, and it's got a pre-order structure. Like, you could pre-order shit on there right now. So interesting. So it's like they've already got the the infrastructure for pre-ordering. I mean, I think they probably did it because uh, people like us would then talk about their Galactus figure.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, would be my guess, and I, I, you know, I don't think it's the appropriate place for them to be. I think they look like dicks being there. Uh, that said, this thing looks cool as fuck.
1: Yeah, it is. It is <laughs> a fancy Galactus. It's a Galactus that like. Okay, so the so the few times that I've actually drawn Galactus in my life. He's a pain in the ass to draw because of all the details on his costume. This one is next level bananas with all of his little circles and lines and doodads and what's-its and who's-its and thingamajigs. Like, nope.
0: And it's 32 fucking inches tall. Yeah. It's got 70 points of articulation.
1: That's a big fancy Galactus. How, how, much, is, uh, how much is it going for? Because I didn't actually look into the, uh, the Kickstarter. $400. $400. Gross.
0: Yeah. So, too much for me, but, uh, but holy shit. This, like, each hand has 20 points of articulation.
1: Does it have, like, removable fingernails? All of the joints work. I mean, if I had 400 bucks to spend on a figure, I'd probably track me down a Michael Keaton hot toy or something. Yeah. I think I'd get more enjoyment out of that. But, uh, I mean, so it looks cool,
0: but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. As long as it's not hurting the people, the independent creators that actually need to raise money by crowdsourcing, yeah, um, then whatever. It's not gonna. If it's not taking money out of out of independent creators' pockets, then you know what. I guess they can do whatever they want. But it's hard to say whether or not that is a thing.
1: Yeah,
0: we have a friend that likes buying toys, and if he buys that, I would like to hold it in my hands and play with
1: it yes yeah <laughs> although i think he just likes buying cheap toys that he yeah. hopes will be expensive one day some arbitrage i see him i see him unloading pops every once in a while on facebook on marketplace Oh, speaking of which i need to check something real quick i was unloading a pop on marketplace and i'm not sure this guy ever got back to me <laughs> what, a, what a shit <laughs> What did back out uh, no, but yesterday, well like, you know, I'm I'm selling this chase for like 70, and he said I'll give you 50, and I said I'll meet you in the middle at 60. He says 55, I'll pick up tomorrow. So I said, and this is yesterday at 5:18. I can do 55, but I'm jammed up tomorrow. I can meet any evening from tonight or after tomorrow coming up. Dude hasn't even checked the message. It's been over 24 hours and he hasn't even checked the message or his Facebook messages. Fuck! It's a fucking pit of despair. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That, I avoid Facebook for that very reason. Oh, you you just do it because you think you're cool. You don't know any better. You just happen to be right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, um, well, Ben. Another thing coming out of CinemaCon is uh, is our ongoing saga of uh, Sylvester Stallone's Samaritan, that uh, the, his his superhero vehicle that was supposed to have come out and like at the date, like it said, it was still coming out. What was that? Like a month or so ago. Yeah. Month or two
0: ago. Yeah. It was just kind of in
1: lurch, I guess. Yeah. And then we were questioning whether or not it actually existed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it appears uh, that it is coming out uh, in August of 2022 and they had a presentation at CinemaCon, and apparently it was a showstopper. Like yeah, they showed some footage from it um gave a bit of a uh, bit of the story and uh apparently it looks like it's going to be R rated but yeah apparently it it's it's getting really good buzz which has me f- fucking excited
0: yeah like i saw some of the snippets about it and everyone seemed really excited about it and the you know that it was going to be good and new kind of take mm-hmm. on, on the the genre and so uh fuck yeah uh, that that sounds rad i hope that's all true i'd like to see it
1: yeah and i i'm all for stallone having a new character that, that can be awesome. You know, like yeah. he's, he's brought a lot of awesome characters or at the very least two extremely awesome characters <laughs> in my life. And, uh, and I'd like to see it happen again. So I'll just have to wait a year to do it.
0: Yeah. It was kind of weird that it's that far out. Cause it seemed like it was like, it's done. Like they could push it at any time. I guess maybe they're just hoping, uh, things will be normal by then, or at least theaters will be a bigger draw a year from now,
1: yeah, I think that's exactly what they're hoping for because I I think they don't they don't need a Stallone superhero action flick to be a straight to uh, streaming vehicle. Like they need it to be a theater spectacle. Yeah. Otherwise, Which, it's not worth the money that they that they probably put into it because apparently it looks like that like it's got a a good budget. Like it 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 looks like a a nice high budget action film. Fuck yeah. So we will, we will be one of the, uh, one of the few sources trying to, trying to bring hard-hitting news to you about the Samaritan. <laughs> Stay tuned.
0: It's not a like money laundering scheme. Oh yeah, murdering. no kidding. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a, a mob movie.
1: scheme. I forgot about that, yeah. I,
0: I mean, I guess this is the CinemaCon show.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah, it, it really did turn into the CinemaCon <laughs> show, even though we were saying we, it wasn't going to be.
0: Because uh, the, other, the other big one that, that came out of there that I... You know, I really appreciate, appreciated that they showed the, the Spider-Man trailer there, and then Marvel went and released it for everybody else to watch. Uh, whereas a bunch of these other fuckers showed stuff, and uh, they're just keeping it close to their chest. They're, they're leaving yeah, it for the press buttholes. to describe. Uh, one of those buttholes is uh, The Matrix, uh, which we now know is The Matrix Resurrections.
1: Hey, it starts with an R, just like the other ones.
0: (laughs) We haven't actually got to see the trailer or any of the clips and stuff that were in it. But uh, basically, from what I've heard, it includes a uh, it's got Trinity and Neo in it, which is weird because I think uh, Trinity was definitely dead at the end of the last one. And Neo was uh, presumably dead.
1: Resurrections, but duh. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's it's got resurrections the in there. But apparently,
0: they're both back in the matrix, but they have no memory of anything that had happened. Oh, okay. And it's got, it's got like some shots of Neo talking to, um, or you know, Mr. Anderson. I can't remember what his first name was. It wasn't Neo, was it? Like, that was um, his like screen name, his hacker name, or whatever.
1: Yeah, that was what, what was it? It was. Ugh.
0: I don't know. Something boring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, it's got him like
0: talking to a therapist. It's like some of the speculation is that it'll be more of a like, so was it real or was he just a, were these just delusions of this guy? You know, so so they can dive into that, I guess. Uh, Supposedly mental health is going to be one of the big, big things they touch on. And it's got, um, the dude from the new Candyman movie. Um, I don't remember his name. But, uh, Me either. That is, I mean, that is speculated to be playing a young Morpheus because Lawrence
1: Fishburne's not coming back. I don't know this for. Is it Lakeith Stanfield? Is he in the new Candyman movie? Um, that's not the name I'm thinking of, unless it's not the oh, guy okay. from the new Candyman movie. No. But uh, all right, I'm, I may be wrong, or I mean I must be wrong. Um, but apparently it's Thomas Anderson. Thomas Anderson. is Neo's name. Mister Anderson. Yeah. Are we going to have a Hugo Weaving in this
0: at all? Um, You know, I didn't see anything about that, but I, I hope so. I want to see Hugo Weaving in this. Again. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Yahya Abdul-Mateen.
1: Oh, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I care about this movie at all because uh, the last, you know, the, the trilogy didn't end that, that great. And uh, so looking forward to something, another one, but uh, I don't know, maybe it'll be good.
1: Yeah, I'll watch it. I, I mean, I, it. I would be excited to see that fucking trailer they showed. Well, I mean, I think I mean they they've I unless they've changed their mind. They're doing day and date release with HBO Max, so hey, guess what? Let's have a watch party. Yeah.
0: I'm 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 curious whether or not that's gonna plane out and be an actual thing going forward.
1: Yeah. I I have a feeling 2022 is gonna look a lot different for that. You know, like they made their big 2021 promise. And like, they've already gone back a little bit on it uh, for Dune to give it a, uh, to give it a, it's not day and date anymore, but it's going to have like, I don't know, I can't remember what it is, like a 30 day theatrical window or something, which I think is smart. Yeah, absolutely. Shrink the window. Why not? If you're going to do day and date anyway, you know, give it, give it a couple weeks at least, you know, that, 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 that that guarantees that the people who are really excited for it will go catch it in the theaters. Yep. Yeah. You do day and date, like. Honestly, like I, I, I probably will see Dune and well, maybe I'll see Dune in the theaters, but like I, I'm not going to want to wait two weeks to see Dune. Yeah. But that may, that may actually make the difference for me or four weeks.
0: I like watching movies at home. It doesn't bother me at all.
1: Like a theater's
0: yeah. cool, but it's usually expensive and I got to like schedule it. Whereas I could just watch it at home whenever I want. So
1: yeah, I don't feel like I missed out on anything watching Suicide Squad at home. No, I would agree. Uh but I mean, the Batman I will be seeing in theaters, 100.
0: Yeah, yeah, they showed some new stuff and like a featurette for that too at CinemaCon, and I, you know, listening to people describe it is like, eh, I, I know, yeah. I, w- I want to watch it, I want to see it, I want to see that
1: shit. Yeah, uh, the the word is for for the Batman that DC FanDome, which I think is in October or November, um, maybe even September or December. Yeah one of those months at the end of this year. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure that's where they'll drop it because that's where they dropped it last year and they they need some excitement going into Fandom. So I'm sure that is that's just, you know, part of their tactic is get people buzzing about it from CinemaCon and then, "Oh, hey, tune into Fandom because we're actually going to drop it."
0: Does it have a release date yet or is it still just sometime in 2022? Mm. Let me see. Like, the first trailer just had, like, the, you know, question mark, zero, question mark, question mark for the date. Which, if all those question marks are twos, that makes sense. Uh, But otherwise, they're just guaranteeing it'll come out
1: sometime this century. Apparently, the word is right now that it's March 4th, 2022. Oh, good. Which isn't that far away. That's less than a year away. I'm excited. So, I mean, I personally don't really have anything else to talk about except loud motorcycles driving by. Uh... Sounded like they're farting. But uh, you want to jump to recommendations? I
0: kind of looked for some fun space news for Dan, because he said he wanted more space news, but uh, oh, I didn't right. see anything that, that was, like, discussion-worthy. Like, I, yeah. I read some interesting articles about a couple things, but uh, nothing that, like, it was like, oh, this is something I could do other than tell John about and him go, uh-huh. hmm <laughs> Space. <laughs> so... Uh, so, yeah, let's, yeah, we'll, let's we'll, we'll have to
1: we'll have to work in a way to do space in a way that, yeah, that not saying that space isn't entertaining, but find find an entertainment angle to it. Like maybe we should go to like a go to a uh, observatory. Wait, is that what they're called? No, planetarium or something. I, I'm down, I like, I think there's a big
0: ass telescope up in uh, at the community college on Green Valley there. That, oh, yeah, uh, that you can go and use.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go experience something spacey and talk about that in our conversation. Yeah. Sorry, Dan, we haven't gotten to it. The one person who called and gave us a suggestion
2: (laughs) after we've been begging for months
1: and we're like, eh, um, he should have been asking for more Superman stuff. He's from space. He he is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, all right. Uh, what do you got, John? What, What do you got on your list? I've got a couple of uh, of shows I've been watching on Disney Plus uh, lately, and so everyone, uh, or at least longtime listeners, know that we're fans of the show, like the toys that made us, and then they also have the movies that made us, which is pretty good as well. Shit, so that that's a low key recommendation right there. Actually, movies that made us. I actually learned a couple things about uh about Back to the Future that I didn't know. I was kind of surprised, but. On Disney Plus, they've got two shows that I that I've been into. One is uh, Behind the Attraction, which takes you know each episode is about a ride, and takes you behind the scenes on its creation and all that stuff. And it was really interesting. We watched the episode on the Haunted Mansion. You know, a lot of stuff. You know, because I've I've gone into that before. You know, with YouTube and whatnot. So if you're well versed on the Haunted Mansion, there probably won't be a whole lot of stuff that's new to you. But if you're not, it's gonna be all new and it's really interesting it's very well put together yeah so even um, if you know
0: the stuff it's still fun to watch
1: yes exactly and then the other one which i've really been enjoying is imagineering um it's a oh shit what is it you type in imagineering you'll find it. i think it does have a little subtitle after it but it, it's just it's the story of disney uh, imagineering starting with you know, the early days of, of uh the or sorry, the development of the original Disney Park. In fact, it made me think like for for anyone that wanted to know more about Disneyland, we talked about all these YouTube videos that do it, watch this series. Cause it is it is so full of facts and interviews and pictures and footage. And I'm not even done with the series yet. I think it's it's either six or eight parts, and I think I'm on number five. And I'm up through the, uh, the end of the Michael Eisner era. And uh, it, it is just a wild show full of so much shit. You know, it does Disneyland, goes into Disney World, Tokyo Disney, uh, Euro Disney or Disneyland Paris, Hong Kong Disneyland, Tokyo Disney Sea, uh, uh, California Adventure. We, we just watched the episode where they were putting that together. Like it is it is an amazing show. I love it. I'm really, really digging it.
0: Eight. An Imagineer would be a fun fucking job,
2: like coming up with all the
0: the rides and animatronics and features and like what a what a neat thing to do for a living.
1: Yeah. And there's they they go into it so deep. It's so good.
0: Nice. Uh, So my recommendation. What about you? Yeah. What's yours? Yeah. My recommendation (laughs) is uh, and I kind of recommend I I mentioned this when we were on uh, What's My Spaghetti Policy? Uh, last, you know, the last time we were there, but uh, I didn't. I meant to recommend it then, but I think I had something better to recommend or something more pertinent, so I did that. But uh, I'm going to recommend the author Jack Chalker. Oh yeah, yeah. You were talking about him. Yeah, yeah, I had a, I, I had a note on my phone. Somebody I don't know who, a number of years ago, told me you'd like Jack Chalker, and I was like, okay. I And I was probably drunk, and I, and I put a note in my phone that just said Jack Chalker, and I looked at it all the time. And we're like. I still don't know anything about who this is, or, or I don't even remember what the context of this note was. I didn't even remember it was an author. Just like, who's this Jack Chalker and why is it in my phone? Yeah. And then, uh, and then I was at an estate sale and saw a bunch of books by Jack Chalker and a bunch of other sci fi, like this guy had like an awesome 70s sci fi book collection. And, uh, they were all like 50 cents a pop. So I was like, all right, fuck yeah. And picked a couple of them up and, uh, recently read one called Web of the Chosen. And, uh, it was fucking good. It was, it's well-written and, and it kept me guessing the whole way. Like every time I thought like, okay, I know where this is going. I was fucking wrong. And that's, that's a fun way to read a book.
1: Yeah. It's a fun way to watch a movie too. That's why, that's why I don't try to figure things out too often. Cause you know, it's, a, or I, I'm the perfect audience for that because I just go along with whatever they want me to I'm like, yep, I'm in.
0: Yeah. Like it starts, it starts with like a little like a thing that happens later in the book, you know, and then jumps back in time the way a lot of things do. And so with that, and then like looking at the cover and reading the description on the back, I was like, all right, I think I know what's going to happen in this. And then like the thing I thought was going to happen by like the end as like the crescendo of the story happens in like chapter two. And I was like, well, where the fuck does this go now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: it was uh man. It, it was, it was good. It was a very unique story. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to reading some more of his shit. Excellent.
1: All right. And uh, I guess just one more quick little shout out because I meant to do it on uh on our last uh off topic debrief because we had just recorded with What's Your Spaghetti Policy. So uh go listen to them. What's your spaghetti policy is a very fun, casual, uh, but fast paced and uh and well spoken. It's two dudes, uh Alex and Jacob, having a uh Fairly casual, but uh, but quick witted chat. Like they've got a really good rapport. That's what I found by listening to their show. I, I was very jealous of their rapport, especially hearing that they don't really edit. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's all natural. Like we we are saved in the edit. Yeah. When yeah when
0: they said that they don't edit it, I was like, well, holy shit! You guys are really just that on top of it. Well, we're
1: not funny enough to be on
0: your show, but no. I, I think it went fairly well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No.
1: It, it, it was a, it was a good show. You know, it was, and we had, we had four people in there. So, but, but I feel like, like we all got some time and, and uh, yeah, no, it was, it was fun to be a part of They they've, they've got a good thing going there. Like people don't realize how, how much is of our show is the edit. Like they won't even know that just a second ago, I couldn't remember something. So we spent about 30 seconds figuring it out and then it'll just disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, like it never happened.
0: Um, okay. Well, uh, we, we've got a voicemail. Oh, no kidding. All right. Um, also I guess of note, when, when do we want to close the contest for the fantastic four movie? Do we want to do that now? Um,
1: how about, uh, or
0: or do we want to keep that going a little while? I don't know if you've hyped it at all. Let's, let's go to September 4th.
1: Okay. And call it the fantastic fourth.
0: All right. Yeah. So we, we got a voicemail. Um, we actually have a couple voicemails, but, uh. Some are, are entries into our Fantastic Four 1994 DVD giveaway contest. So we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll address those later. Oh, okay. We just decided we're going to run that contest through the 4th of September. So uh, mm-hmm. get, if you want a copy of the Fantastic Four from 1994. Or if you want
1: a chance to win a copy.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. If you want it, call the phone number. <laughs> you may, you know, only one person's going to get it because that's all we have. But uh, if you want it at all, call.
1: Yeah, if you don't call, you definitely will not get it. Yes, that is true.
0: Uh, but yeah, call 916 orchard turd uh, But otherwise, we got this here voicemail. Hey, Fluration, This is Joe. I was just calling in. This is about a year old, but I just saw it. You guys were talking flu, and Ben thought he was crazy because he thought there was a game out where
2: you sure shoot nerf blasters at each other while playing clue and it does exist <laughs> I sent on the picture yeah check it out buy it play it and then invite me over to play it because i want to
1: yeah i uh that is true thank you so much joe he he did uh he did send me a, a link to it and said he found it and um and then he's like, "I was thinking about calling in. I think that's how it went. I won't go and like read a, read the text message on air." I was like, "You should like call in, do it." So yeah, he's totally down to play, and we should buy it, and we should play it, and invite uh, him and Devin over. They're old old friends, and uh, and uh, super uh, supporter listener. What am I even saying? They are loyal listeners. There we go. Of the show. Oh, rad! Yeah, I love them. I'm gonna do their wedding actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to add an- another notch to my belt. My my flawless victory so far.
0: Yeah, my, 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 my reputation's been tarnished. Yeah. Not all my marriages have lasted. <laughs> Don't think it was my fault, though. No. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so I think that's it for now. Well, thank you, Joe. And thank you, everybody who's called in so far for the Fantastic Four giveaway. Um, and to everybody else. Uh, if you want to hit us up, send us drop us a line at a uh, email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. You can find us on the social medias at Geek Exploration the Podcast Facebook page, Geek Exploration Podcast on Instagram, and Geek Explore Pod on Twitter. You can also call us and do it uh, at nine one six ORCTURD turd. That is nine one six o r c t u r d for anything at all. And if you enjoyed the show, uh, go give us one of those review
0: things with the five stars on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, uh, or anywhere else. Uh, we've got merch at shop.geekexplorationpodcast.com, And uh, we're part of the Geekly Grind podcast network. Our theme song is Celebration by yeah, it is. Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com.
2: Bye. Later. Hello Geek Explorers. My name is Jeremy and I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind, a site dedicated to all things geeky. From video games to anime, D&D, board games, comics, and more, since 2015 we've worked to provide fresh geek content and reviews weekly. A big part of our content expansion has been the creation of our very own podcast network, of which this very show has become a part of. If you're listening to this, chances are you need no introduction to the awesome commentary that John and Ben are serving up weekly on everything from Saturday morning cartoons nostalgia to recapping Disney's latest crazy announcements and much more. However, if you're looking for more podcasts to fill your commute, or maybe you have a new working from home arrangement, we've got a few other shows to spotlight that would be a great addition to any geek's media menu. First there's Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a fantastic series that spotlights anime and manga new and old. On Mondays, they review more recent releases, while Fridays are reserved for older titles. Anime not really your thing? How about comic books? Join Lance and Chris over at Comic Book Keepers as they discuss comic books, heroes, and their impact on our lives. Maybe you're a big Dungeons and Dragons fan. Well, I would invite you to join the Knights of the Rolled Table, a comedic and family-friendly audio drama featuring a cast of improv actors bringing their unique flair to D&D. Whatever your geeky interests, chances are we've got a podcast for you And we're excited to offer convention access, giveaway content, and more as part of our partnership with Geek Exploration in the future. See you out in the Geekosphere!